0: Welcome to Brain Mites. I wanted to try something new today. It's Friday, so I want to start doing Flash Fiction Friday. So every Friday I'm going to be recording a flash fiction that I wrote. Flash fictions are typically under 1500 words. Today the one I'm reading is 937 words. So I'm going to go ahead and read you this story called Hard Rain. Smells like rain, Dale grunted as he dumped a sack of shelled pecans on the kitchen table. Dale, it ain't rained in seven years, Betty Jo spit back, annoyed, as she swept up the trash that fell through the cracks in the wood onto the no-wax floor. I'm telling you, woman, it's gonna rain tonight. Lord knows I've been praying for it. I knows you've been praying for it, too. Well, I seen on the Weather Channel that it's gonna be bone dry all week, like the week before and the month before and the year before. Don't lose faith, Betty Jo. TV's just a window dressing for people without any sense. Well, if you suppose it's gonna rain, you'd best go put the horses in the barn and cage them damn chickens. Yes ma'am, Dale palmed his hat from the hook next to the door. See you in a bit. The screen door clacked behind Dale, sending a cloud of sand dust swirling around his feet. The dry, windy air chapped his lips and stung his eyes. The barn door was wide open, horses nowhere to be seen. The bastards probably sensed the rain too and instinctually headed for higher ground. Dale scanned the environment. The stark contrast of ozone blue met with a wall of green and purple murky clouds on the horizon lit a fire under his ass. That's for damn sure a thunderstorm brewing if I've ever seen one. Dale put his fingers in his mouth and whistled for the horses on the way to the barn. He scooped up a bucket of chicken feed and started shaking it. Chickens came a-running from every direction. Dale dumped the bucket into the chicken pen. Before the last bit of feed hit the ground, all twelve chickens and a rooster were already flapping, fightin', and squawking trying to get it while the gettin' was good. Normally the horses came runnin' when Dale whistled, but no heavy thuds were felt under his boots and no sounds neither. Dale headed back to the barn, grabbed a sack of sweet feed, and tossed it in the bed of his green Chevy. He drove through the gate to the back pasture, window down, whistling away. The clouds were getting closer and the temperature was dropping in double time, twenty degrees since he stepped out the house. At the top of the hill, shrouded by the foliage, Dale could see Betty Joe's white roan and his two bay horses. He started honking his horn and whistling. Those damn horses just stood there and swatted the flies off their backs with their rat's nest tails. Dale opened his door and the wind yanked it open, causing him to tumble to the ground, he stood up and dusted himself off, catching the first glimpse of the sky with an unobstructed view since he left the house. The clouds were infested with what appeared to be microorganisms, but on a macro scale. They looked like the kinds of critters you'd see under a microscope from a sample of pond water. The macroorganisms' flagella whipped down from the clouds, ripping up trees, only to be fondled by pili and ultimately discarded. A tan creature the size of a blimp with long, inquisitive eyes discovered the horses below. It began to sharpen its proboscis with its shingle-like, flaking arms. Dale didn't feel like getting eaten by flying water bugs, so he tried not to shit his pants and got back in his Chevy. He turned his truck around and hauled ass back toward the house to get Betty Joe and get on up out of there. In the rearview mirror, Dale could see the blimp vomiting a caustic yellow substance over the top of the horses. The ground started smoking and the horses melted, bone and all. The tan bug started sucking the goop up with its needle mouth. It let out a chittering shriek as it finished its glue smoothie. Oh Lord help us, Dale whimpered. The worm is here. Oh God, what do I do? I hear that thing in my head. The frequency you're transmitting is the urgent one. Dale whipped into the driveway and busted out of his truck. Betty Joe he howled. She emerged from the house, eyes glossed over. Dale, I keep hearing a a voice. I don't know if it's a voice. Oh Lord, I wish I knew what was happening. The worm is here. Oh, there it is again, Dale. Did you hear it? Betty. Look up. Dale grabbed Betty by the hand and they both looked at the sky together. The monster was in front of them, sharpening its proboscis again. Dale and Betty both fell to their knees and started praying. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. I'm in the air. I am the ground beneath your feet. I am the maggots crawling out of the carcasses you eat. The worm deceives. The monster's hollow people eyes slithered out of its sockets to greet Dale and Betty at their level. The eyes are the doorways to the soul. Step into my eyes if you wish to live, and I will tell you the story. The story that has been saturated through every dimension and layer of time. Betty and Dale stood quivering for a moment, embraced, then walked into the eyes of the beast. I'll leave you with something to think about on this Flash Fiction Friday. That your vulnerabilities are situational, not dispositional. Don't compromise truth for security. I challenge you to discard the monochromatic subtext that has been controlling your life and step beyond the pale of civil society. And that's all you get. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.